2: Week one in the NFL is upon us, and while much of the attention will be paid to the players on the field, there's a coaching battle to take note of between Shane Steichen of the Colts and Doug Peterson of the Jaguars. Who will come out on top? Let's talk about it. Welcome to a special episode of the Horseshoe Huddle Podcast with Horseshoe Huddle Halftime presented by FanNation on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Morton. and I'm joined here as always by my fellow writer, analyst, and co-host of the Horseshoe Huddle Podcast, Drake Wally. Drake, we finally can start talking about actual games now. It seems like the off season is so long uh, for the NFL but now we get to talk about actual football, and I'm ready to dive into this coaching topic today with you and the rest of the Colts fans. How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing really good, and I'm really excited, kind of like you said, for finally some meaningful football. And it's not just meaningful. It's Steichen's first uh, game as a head coach. It's Anthony Richardson's first start as an NFL quarterback. A lot of rookies are also getting their first uh, NFL snaps, and above all, It's a divisional matchup right out of the gate against the defending champions of the AFC South. So I'm excited to dive into this, and I'm even more excited for Sunday's game at 1 o'clock.
2: It's going to be a fun matchup. I mean, Jacksonville, obviously the 2022 AFC South champions, uh, they're a team with momentum. And of course they have a a young quarterback and Trevor Lawrence that is going to do some pretty spectacular things. I have a feeling, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how these two coaches square off. So before we dive in here, everyone, please, if you haven't done so already, go follow us on all of our social media, like horseshoe huddle on Facebook. Follow at Colts on FN on Twitter and subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel and hit that bell so you never miss an episode and never miss when Drake and I go live on Monday and Thursday nights so you can join in to the chat. And if you can't catch us live, wherever you're listening to us today, Apple, Spotify, Google, we're on here as well, so make sure you give us a five-star review and subscribe to the podcast on here, so Drake, let's dive right into it. So Shane Steichen against Doug Peterson. Uh, Shane Steichen comes from more of the Norv Turner uh, style of offense, while Doug Peterson is more of an Andy Reid disciple. Uh, very interesting styles uh, of of offense. Both both guys really connect with with their players, and I think that's why it's made. Not only Shane Steichen, a successful coach as he comes through the ranks, but it's what's made Doug Peterson a Super Bowl winning coach as well.
0: Yeah. And that's what we're going to get into is like how each one of these guys kind of fits their individual quarterback each one you know lawrence has got you know sniper precision and he's also deceivingly mobile and he's got a really good mind for the game where richardson's this athletic freak that really fits Steichen's vertical scheme like you said he's more of that north turner attack the defense attack the zone attack the two high safeties with vertical shots and tight end shots and just all sorts of explosive plays so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to kind of break down how each one of these guys really fits their quarterback's strengths. And we, we don't talk enough about Doug Peterson, obviously, because, you know, we, we mostly cover the Colts. But, hey, Doug Peterson was able to take a horrific situation with Trevor Lawrence, turn this guy into a perennial pro, like almost like basically like a, a pro bowl talent and got him onto 25 touchdown passes, only eight picks and, uh, you know, had him competing against the Chiefs there in the divisional round of the playoffs, too.
2: And let's start with with Steichen here. Obviously, his first regular season action as an NFL head coach, and there's a lot of unknowns about what this offense is going to look like, what positions they're going to put Anthony Richardson into to try to succeed and get him off to a hot start. And and as as you know, Drake, whenever we've spoken to Shane Steichen this offseason, he has been very quiet and and keeps everything close to the vest in terms of scheme so what do you think Shane Steichen's approach is going to be for for this offense in general but but looking specifically at Anthony Richardson
0: well, I think briefly for the offense, it's it's really it's interesting because Jacksonville, while everyone talks about their ridiculous weapons on on their offense, their defense is actually the weak spot uh, that that's that's the side of the ball where they can they can be exploited. Um, so I think that it's going to this is obviously an opinion, but I think they're going to start by trying to get Anthony Richardson going with some easy passes, screens, one 2 read type of plays. RPOs. I mean, things that are going to get the ball out of his hands quickly, let him make decisions with his feet or those quick passes. Um, I do also like to think that you're going to see some Dion Jackson. You're going to see some Evan Hall getting out of the backfield, becoming receivers because both those guys can absolutely do those things and really help Richardson kind of get some nice confidence building completions early on. Um, Again, I think they're gonna pass first to open up the run because of the fact that I mean last year Jacksonville was like twenty-seventh or twenty-eighth in the league against the pass, and now they lost Shaq Griffin. So you got a you got a pretty raw secondary there and some weapons for the Colts that could make them pay a little bit, but at the end of the day, you're also going to see him utilize AR's running ability. He's going to get Anthony Richardson going with his feet, potentially open up other opportunities down the field. But I do think you'll see vertical shots at some point. But I really do believe that he's probably going to get him going, you know, with some shorter kind of schemed up passes and, and, and involve those running backs that I mentioned before.
2: I think the main thing that we're going to see out of Shane Steichen is really trying to get, no matter if it's with his legs, with the quick passing game, it's it's really just going to be about getting Anthony Richardson into a rhythm. I, I mean, there's going to be a difference between Richardson going out there for his, per, for his first preseason action and coming out of the tunnel, being announced as the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, having a sold out Lucas Oil Stadium, cheering him on. And 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 there's it, going to be a different energy there. So you're obviously going to want to calm his nerves a little bit. You want to get him into the flow of the game, get him into a rhythm, and 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 really allow him to then go to work. It wouldn't surprise me at all if if Shane Steichen calls a couple design runs to start things off for Anthony Richardson just so he can take. And I don't want to meet and I don't necessarily want him to take a huge hit, but at least to let him feel some contact. Because you a lot of times you hear quarterbacks say They really... They they really adjust and, and fall into the rhythm of the game once they get that first hit out of the way. So you allow Anthony Richardson to do that, allow him to to get some contact, and then and then start opening things up from there. But I agree, Drake, it's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of quick reads. Wouldn't say a lot of short passes, but it's gonna be quick reads too and quick easy reads. So Anthony Richardson can get into a rhythm, get things going down the field, get everybody involved. It's gonna be interesting to to see really how much the Colts decide to open up the offense, whether they take multiple deep shots to Michael Pittman or Alec Pierce, or whether they try to keep things short and simple. That's going to be an area that I think we're going to find out very quickly how, how Shane Steichen is going to run this Colts offense with Anthony Richardson to start. But don't be don't be surprised if we see a lot of RPO and a lot of running game stuff early on because the Colts really didn't do that in the preseason because Shane Steichen didn't want to put that on tape. He wants to keep that secret and and ready for the regular season. So we'll see how that how that happens. But it would not surprise me if they come out run heavy to try to get Richardson involved, bring that defense in a little bit closer, and then try to take a shot over the top.
0: Well, and you got to you got to try to keep guys like I think it's Foyusei Olakun who had almost 200 tackles last year for the for the Jags. You got to keep him honest. You got to keep defensive end Josh Allen honest, who led the team in sacks. And that's a guy that any given play can ruin your entire game plan. So um, I I absolutely agree that they're going to probably try to keep him especially honest with RPOs and make, you know, force him to read Richardson, read the backfield and allow Richardson to maybe make some short, uh, easy, easy completions and easy reads to kind of get him acquainted to the NFL
1: Chips Registry Bahamas.
2: Now, on the other side of things, we have Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence came to uh, had a had a pretty poor rookie season under Urban Meyer. The whole Jaguars team was a mess because of that guy Doug Peterson comes in becomes the adult in the room establishes a culture and we saw the Jacksonville Jaguars really take off to end the 2022 season so when you look at what Doug Peterson is going to try to do with Trevor Lawrence you could probably look to what what he did to end the 2022 season but what what are some wrinkles do you think that that the Colts are going to see on Sunday when it comes to how Doug Peterson is calling plays for Trevor? Trevor Lawrence, Drake?
0: Well, I mean, last year, you know, Christian Kirk has 1,108 receiving yards, and he and they were able to really pepper the Colts in that first meeting. I'll tell you right now, they have less experienced defensive backs. They have a, 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 a younger defense altogether, especially in the secondary, and now you have Calvin Ridley involved. So I do think it's going to be likely pass heavy, um, especially given the fact that the strength of the Colts is that front and they do well against the run. They don't they haven't done well so far with pass rush. So I think that I think the Jags offensive line is good. I think that they're going to come out and they're going to throw the ball. Um, I think that he's going to look to Ridley and Kirk a lot, probably Evan Ingram, too. But, boy, you got Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk against guys like Juju Brents, against guys like, um, you know, uh, guys like De- uh, uh Dallas Flowers, and you've got um, Nick Cross out there potentially getting some snaps at at safety. He's going to be looking those guys' way a lot. Um, But I also think that if he gets enough time in the pocket and the Colts, even with Ebecom, can't get consistent pass rush to Trevor Lawrence, and he's got time in that pocket, it could really allow some big plays to be made. And then Travis Etienne becomes a problem, I think, in the second half of that game where they probably start to run the ball more just to ice the clock.
2: Yeah, and I think uh, this is something that the Jaguars did last year when when they went up against the Colts is they they tried to neutralize the pass rush by getting the football out quick to those wide receivers. And and we're going to we'll dive into this more on on Thursday's episode when we do our full preview of Colts versus Jags this weekend, but this is going to be a huge test right off the bat for this young Colts secondary that really doesn't have much experience because you're, you're talking about while Daryl Baker jr. Had a really good preseason Dallas flowers has shown potential. Kenny Moore looks like he is back to being the Kenny Moore of old, at least what we saw in training camp in the preseason, uh, a gauntlet of, of Calvin Ridley, uh, Christian Kirk Evan Ingram those guys are are very very good pass catchers in the NFL and with another year in this system you can expect Trevor Lawrence to probably take it up a notch as well so those quick passes with to those to those pass catchers from Trevor Lawrence will not only neutralize this this pass rush from the Colts but it'll try to set things up where where the 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 young secondary of the Colts is going to be tested whether they try to jump on routes or they think they know what's coming and and then Lawrence can beat them over the top it's going to be a really big test and I think that's probably the route Doug Peterson is going to go and 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 then once once the try to get the Colts defense on their heels and then attack them with either some play action or like you said running the football with Travis Etienne.
0: Yeah, and at the end of the day, I do think you might see a bigger game from Christian Kirk than you would from Calvin Ridley because Ridley and our own uh, Rashad McGinnis had, uh, uh, Shad McGinnis had an incredible – Uh, piece on Calvin Ridley and what he can do and the thing is he can pretty much do it all but I I think that they're going to really try to allow the defense to track him make sure he doesn't beat them deep and that could open up stuff underneath for Christian Kirk so I would dare say that he might have a bigger game than Ridley but look out because Calvin Ridley is a true star and boy he's going to be going against an inexperienced defense and he's going to be looking to make his name right away
2: Now, as we turn to our attention to Sunday and we look at how these two coaches are going to go up against one another, try to make moves to catch the other one off guard and then adjust in game. So that way they can combat what what the other offense is is giving to them, because like Shane Steichen calls the plays for the Colts, Doug Peterson calls the plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, Drake, how do you see this battle playing out on Sunday between these two coaches?
0: Well, at the end of the day, uh, both do not have the most potent pass rush. Um, and the Colts offensive line, while they are coming off of a rough year, they're looking to make a statement, show the league they're back to, they're back to play some real football. So I think you're going to see a heavy dosage of passing to a degree. I think, I mean, Richardson, like you said, I think you're going to start to see some runs early on, but you could start to see him start to throw the ball a lot more because that pass rush for Jacksonville just isn't that strong. Um, but I do think you're going to see a lot of wide receiver action from both teams. Um, there is the chance that it could be a shootout, but I do think that it will that will favor Trevor Lawrence, and there's the chance that both teams are going to stop the run, uh, so they might have to throw more. But at the end of the day, I think each one, I think Richardson's going to look shaky at times just because Jacksonville is going to be probably bringing some blitzes because that's what every team did in the preseason that played Richardson. So get ready to see some pressure being brought. But I think Trevor Lawrence is going to look like himself, uh, not to say that the Colts can't have a great game against Trevor Lawrence but um they have a very experienced second inexperienced secondary kind of an inexperienced safety group I just see Trevor Lawrence between the two obviously having the better game but don't sleep on Anthony Richardson because if that's secondary for Jacksonville um as inexperienced also as they are if they don't show up I mean you got some really big weapons like Michael Pittman Jr Alec Pearson now Announced as the slot receiver, Josh Downs will be starting and he's had some good uh, chemistry with Richardson. So at the end of the day, I think it's going to be quarterback heavy, but I do think the battle favors Trevor Lawrence.
2: I'm really excited to see how this Colts pass rush does against Trevor Lawrence and they the gotta Jaguars bring it, offensive man. line. They really do, and and that's that's how the Colts really won things in that second game last season. Is they put Trevor Lawrence under a ton of pressure, and with this group that that you're expecting, your DeForest Buckner is healthy, Grover Stewart's out there, you're expecting Quiddy Pay, Dio Dangbo to take that next step. How does Samson Ebukam kind of? kind of figure into all this with his consistent pressure that he's able to bring. I feel confident that the Colts have taken a step up with their defensive line. Now can they go out on the field and produce? So we, we know that the Jaguars are going to be coming. Quickly and and trying to attack that that Colts defense, but I think what's on the side of of Shane Steichen is yes, while he did have a lot of a lot of things on film from last year when he was with Philadelphia, this is a new team, new players, and a new quarterback. So there's a lot of things that Shane Steichen probably still has up his sleeve that. They didn't show at all in the preseason, so it's going to be interesting to see how the Colts really attack this in their first time actually game planning for an opponent and and, and looking at things in, in a serious manner that way. So I, I would give the edge to to Doug Peterson, obviously the experience and, and having the more talented team. But I'm not going to write off Shane Steichen. I think he does have some things up his sleeve, and and I think he's going to surprise uh, some people with with how he coaches and how he's able to to kind of find the weaknesses within this Jaguars defense and and try to allow Anthony Richardson to to pick them apart in a sense. It's going to be a really fun matchup to watch, and, and I'm excited to break down the entire game between the Colts and the Jaguars On Thursday night So that's our show everyone Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode Of Horseshoe Huddle Halftime We've really been enjoying these quick audio only episodes And we really hope you guys have been as well Again if you haven't done so already Please follow us on all of our social medias Like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook Follow at Colts on FN on Twitter And subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel Click that bell so you know whenever Drake and I are going live Whenever Shad goes live with the Saddle Up Show, so you can never miss an episode. And if you have to miss us live, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you are listening to us today, we're obviously on here as well. So make sure you subscribe and give us a five star review. Go follow Drake at D Walster Drake on Twitter. You can follow myself at Andrew Moore NFL. And we will be back Thursday night before the Detroit Lions take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Drake and I at 7 p.m. Eastern are going to preview and break down everything for Colts, Jaguars, week one NFL action on Sunday. So for Drake, I'm Andrew. We'll see you Thursday night.